0: Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff back for another podcast a day after. We normally would do one, but it's okay. Stop complaining. <laughs> the other one upsets uh, the old man, Leisure Fire. He's uh, going to sit there and say my podcast thingy. I can't hear Dave and Jeff. We, he loves us. He knows you were out of town. He understands how things work. He's a good egg. So you want to start there? You're out of town? Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, thank you to every one of you. So many of you checked in. I said to you last week that unexpectedly I got called to Chicago to take care of a family member. Who was fighting a, a depression. And I said on this show, Dave, I think last Monday night, that I was fucking terrified. Like when somebody puts that uh, in your court and a lot of people are looking at you. Shit, I'm not a clinical therapist. Uh, I really had no idea what I was walking into. And, and without going into great detail on that, uh, we got it going in the right direction. Um, we got a lot of things going in the right direction. We built a nice little support group. We got a few steps taken. It is like we went through with Jake. Um, it's a long process, man. It's a little bit like trying to turn around, uh, an oil tanker. You don't just back it up and turn it around, but I feel pretty good. I felt pretty good when I got on the flight last night, feeling that we were, we were Okay. Like I was I was okay to leave. Nobody was fucked up and, and we could go. But the other thing that happened is
0: Without giving too many too much information, can mm-hmm. he, Was it was it a depression issue? Was much, it a dependency issue? What?
1: Yeah, no, the, the depression leads to alcohol. Okay. And the family member was drinking close to a fifth of jack a day. Okay. But during my time there they didn't drink once. So we were able to just look at and go, look, I feel like if you can get to somebody and manage the depression, then I feel like a lot of other things will fall into place. We got together with his employer who was awesome, uh, friends, a lot of people there that want to help. And and we've all, anybody who's been around uh, our thing, whether it was what's happened with Dave, what we were starting with Jake, my deal, uh, it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody here but again, it's not done. There's no bow on it. It's just kind of step one in the process. But when I left last night, late last night out of Chicago, I felt like everybody was in a much better place than they had been not long before that. And that good. That felt pretty good. And and most importantly, the people closest to this individual that were not there, uh, I was able to give a positive feedback, and and that meant a lot to them too. Good. Yeah, but... Uh, just to be in Chicago, Dave, I, yeah. I think I and I'm sorry, it's like I got in it close to one and then leave it six and you're just fucking punchy. I feel like you've said you haven't been to Chicago. I've never right? been to Chicago. God damn, Dave. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, i never, never been. It's funny. People that I talk to will tell me it's their favorite city Yeah, over and over and over again. Even people who are non sports fans. You yeah. know, obviously, when I think of Chicago, I want to see Wrigley Field. Right. But people tell me all the time, you know, forget New York and L.A., Chicago is my favorite place.
1: Chicago was great. Um, Wrigley Field was tarped. They're, they're uh, all in plastic tarps. Like, it looked like they're Even the outfield? Yeah, around the whole outside of the building. Um, oh, you mean
0: the outside of the building yeah, was tarped? Yeah, the outside Like, they're of redoing the bil- it or yeah, not redoing it, but scaffolding making up. it nice.
1: Yeah, doing all that. But um, United Center, I went to a Hawks game on Saturday night. I am not a Blackhawks fan. I'm telling you. Did the, you get it
0: in through media or did you buy a ticket? No, I bought tickets. Really?
1: Bought tickets through StubHub. And uh, I, I will just say, if you're a sports fan in general, being in the United Center for the National Anthem is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. The entire building stands. They cheer during the entire song. And the What do gen- you mean by cheer? Uh, just like exactly like a standing ovation. During the entire while song. the song is going, they're clapping, yeah. clapping and whistling and into it, man.
0: You know, though it's not part of the rules of the national anthem, they're uh, breaking the rules.
1: Well, those son of a bit, I'm telling you, it.
0: Do you it, know there are rules to the national anthem?
1: Oh, I would believe it. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's it really there are. You can it, I, I recommend anybody because we talk about controversy with the national yeah. anthem a lot. There are rules to the national anthem, like you don't put your hand over your heart unless you're in the military.
1: I thought that was salute.
0: You don't know.
2: No,
0: do you, do you have that stupid app, that Die Hard app, by where Rob Dibble comes on and great news in any state you're now allowed to give the military salute. Like who told you you couldn't give the <laughs> yeah. military salute? Anyway, no, there, there are certain rules. I, I recommend actually looking up. You'll find it fascinating. Yeah. You know, how people clap after the national anthem. Yeah, not part of the rules. You're not supposed to clap.
1: Oh, bullshit. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> bullshit, man. They, you go there and keep in mind. I grew up a North Star fan. We hated the Blackhawks. Yeah. Then it became. A I fucking King... still hate the Blackhawks. Yeah. Then it became a Kings fan. Yeah. And They hate the Blackhawks. Yeah. God, it was it was fucking crazy. Yeah. It, it, literally
0: it, my, my most hated team in the NHL. Not even close.
1: Well, and, and what about like the Bulls, too? Yeah. Right. I mean, fuck the Bulls. Yeah. Dave, I'm telling you, United Center sight lines are better than Staples. Really? Uh, food's affordable.
0: Yeah. Food. Why is that? That stadium's much older, or the arena's much older.
1: Yeah. Shit, it was, Dave, I went in there picturing a very just, just to say, hey, it yeah. was in
0: another building. Actually, it's probably about three years older. I keep thinking it's in much Staples? older. Yeah, I think it was you like know, 96.
1: The other thing that they did in that United Center is they really were smart in doing the luxury boxes. Okay. Because there's a box kind of down yeah. in the lower yeah. level.
0: Which one were you in?
1: Uh, Yeah, I was right the down center ice. Okay. Yeah, with, with everybody. Lola Falana. Jerry
0: Krause, yeah.
1: Jerry Krause. But the very top of the building, across the complete top, think of Staples Center where the hockey press yeah. box is, and then above that is where the real boxes yeah. are. And what they did was they kept all the schleps in mind when they built that venue. Okay. But I am just... I was saying to people around me, because uh, the Blackhawks stink and the Kings stink, I said, I I just, you go there. When I went to Montreal, you're a Canadiens fan. You yeah, of the course. Blackhawks, no, they're playing Vegas.
0: Absolutely. No, I recommend that.
1: You, you're cheering for the home exactly. team. Exactly. you got to fall into it. Yeah. And uh, I swear, man, if you go, get there for the anthem, because the guy who sings it has this huge voice. It's the same guy every night. And he does this hand gesture, Dave, when you get to the line in the flag that our flag was still there. Yeah. And he points at the flag and the fucking place goes nuts and sings it and applauding and whistling. It's incredibly patriotic. Cool. Great. And so we did that. And uh,
0: I'm sorry, who did they play again?
1: They played Vegas. Okay. And then, so I had said to my sons, what do you want to see? They wanted to see Soldier Field. They wanted to see the Michael Did they really Jordan. want to see
0: Soldier Field? Yep. That's they cool. They wanted
1: to see the Michael Jordan statue and a couple of things. And then the biggest thing on the list was they wanted to see Kevin's house from Home Alone.
0: Yeah. There you go.
1: So I went out and saw the Home Alone house, and I saw the Breakfast Club High School. Two things I'd never done in probably 15 trips to Chicago. Okay.
0: Well, two questions on that one. By the way, United Center is built. Uh, finished in 94. That's when it was built. Beautiful building, man. Um, Beautiful. So that's five years, five years older than what Staples God, is.
1: It's yeah. I mean, Staples, you feel like you're there for the Academy Awards or yes, the Grammys. Right. The United Center is built for sports. Yeah. And it, it was really fun.
0: So uh, real quick, because John Hughes movies you're, you're talking uh-huh. about. So when you look at Home Alone, I saw your picture. I think a lot of people saw the picture. Kevin's of, house. And how far is Kevin's house from downtown Chicago? How hard was it to get there?
1: Um. It's, I was probably 20 minutes north of downtown and then it was probably 20 minutes north of me. Okay. So from downtown, it would probably be Oceanside from downtown San Diego. It was, a. it was, it's out in the suburbs, but I was like, fuck it, I'm going. And what a cool little town that it's in the middle of. And the funny thing, Dave, is it's way out. Yeah. Like I knew. Yeah, you put in MapQuest, you figure out where you're going. It's way the fuck out there. Like, I don't know how John Hughes found it, but what's crazy. If I'm not
0: mistaken, I thought John Hughes said as a kid, that was his dream house. That's the house he always wanted to to live in.
1: Right. Well, I tell you. He's
0: used it in a few movies. Used it in Uncle Buck.
1: Same house? Same house. Okay.
0: That's what um, fucking Mark Grant was been a smartass to you when he said. Oh, sat. is that what he said? Yeah, he goes, that's the Uncle Buck house. That's not the Home Alone house. No, yeah. it's the. It's yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's the same house.
1: Shit, that's funny. I didn't realize that. Dave, that whole block. Yeah. Like, there are massive houses yeah. everywhere. Like, how he settled on that one. But the crazy thing is, Dave, there's a house on the immediate left and on the immediate right. Yeah. It's not like it's out in the middle of a, a one-acre field and you go, oh, there it is right there. Like, you have to look and go, oh, shit, there it is. And now they built raw tire. Yeah. <laughs> Dan Tyler came out. Yes, <laughs> Superior fence built the fence around it.
0: Now, I might be 100% wrong on this, but I remember at one point, I think I read this, that John Hughes bought both houses. Like, bought that house and the house right next to it.
1: Well, he didn't own it now okay. because well, the people... Tr- well, he's
0: also dead as a doornail.
1: Yeah, like there's been people that have yeah. owned it for a while. But the high school where they did Breakfast Club, uh, he did go to that high school. But they closed the high school in 81. Yeah. And they shot the movie there in 84. Movie came out in 85, and now it's the...
0: It's like a library, or is it a police, police station. Police station.
1: Police station. Okay, But again, Dave, out in the middle That's of... That's the
0: same high school he actually went to? Yeah. That's insane.
1: Out in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> just out in the middle of fucking nowhere. But you just go uh-huh. and you're like, come on, man. Anybody yeah. who grew up with those movies... Yeah, here- of course. Here's the funny thing. I swung by... Uh, there's a Best Buy, not yep. far from where I was staying. And I I didn't own either movie, but I do now. I really? walked out of there. Yeah, I got Breakfast Club for like oh, five funny. bucks and Home Alone for like 10. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm a local here now. I got to go out. And this will fucking make everybody's day. Filled the gas tank out there at a Shell station right by the Breakfast Club High School. Yeah. $2 a gallon. Two fucking dollars a gallon for Shell. Look at that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, David's really a cool city. Here's my last piece of advice on Chicago. Yes. One thing I wanted to do is the old Sears Tower, now the Willis Tower. You can go all the way to the top, and they have one of those areas where you can go out, and they have a glass bottom yeah. uh, floor, and you can kind of look down. I go. It's 30 bucks to do that, and it's a two-hour wait. It's like Disneyland. You have to just sit there and wait two hours to go up. I said, fuck, man, I'm not here long enough. I'm not giving up two hours in Chicago to do this I go out I go across the street have a beer and a burger and I come out and this dude's sitting there and I'm taking pictures of the Willis Tower and he goes hey pretty cool place huh I go yeah I go I was going to go up there but I don't feel like waiting two hours he goes man let me tell you the hidden gem in Chicago he said you know the John Hancock building I go yeah it's where Chris Farley died he goes Okay? Yeah, it is, where Chris Farley died. But he said, go to the John Hancock building and go up to the 96th floor. He said, there's a bar and restaurant in there. You can walk out, you can go immediately, and they're not going to charge you 26 bucks. It's exactly what we did. Uh, Incredible pictures showing you the entire skyline. We ate dinner. We got out of there for about 65 bucks for two people. Had a great dinner an incredible view so if you go to chicago and you want to have fun don't fuck around with the willis tower you're going to be in that stupid line with a bunch <laughs> of dorks all day go to the hancock as the people who worked at the hancock said we have a better view anyways we have the entire view of the skyline go up to the 96th floor hang out at the restaurant you're going to have a blast thank me later
0: okay now you got me all hooked on these i'm right now i'm on a site called like basically movie houses yeah Okay, so here's... I don't want to give the wrong information because people are going to start yelling at me For t- what? Tomorrow. Home Alone? Well, Home Alone. We all know... We, we know the Home Alone house. You were yeah. there. I say the Uncle Buck thing. Now, different sides I'm on are saying Uncle Buck, planes, trains, and automobiles, and Home Alone, all the same house.
1: Um, Somebody said that about plane, trains, and automobile. Does it give the address right there?
0: No, I can't find it. Someone else will find it. I got. Well, here you go. Is... No, it, well, I got 20, 2604 Lincoln Street, Evanston, Illinois, is the Uncle Buck house. Okay. I, well, tell me what you got.
1: I'll tell you because I think it's still in my, uh, I think it's still in my phone. Hang on, I'll tell you right now. <laughs>
0: this one thing that says, I just asked, is it the same house? It says probably not.
1: No, I don't think it is. <laughs> um, I know people now, don't
0: care, but I, I, I'm a movie guy, so and these are movies that I've seen.
1: Yeah, it's not coming up. But okay, for so I'm me. I'm
0: probably wrong on that one. So I don't, don't want to give it. it don't sit feel, there and yell at me tomorrow.
1: Yeah, but it's, you
0: can correct me. It doesn't call me dipshit.
1: Oh, me or them?
0: Them. People love to point out when I'm wrong. Shit, but, um, dude, that's you, cool. I would have done the same damn thing. I don't know if I would have done it by myself, but I would have done the same damn thing. Cause I give you, I give you credit for running around and not just sitting in the hotel room.
1: I did not. I went out and saw a bunch of things and got downtown and. Uh, How
0: far is Soldier Field from where you were?
1: Soldier Field, yeah. uh, not far. Really? Soldier I thought Field. that was going to be far. Yeah, Soldier Field and United Center were incredibly close. And I did go out to Wrigley, like I said, because my sons want pictures. How many times have you been to
0: Chicago and never been inside Wrigley to see uh, a game?
1: At least I got to be, I bet I've spent, I think now we were calculating, I think I've spent 24 days in Chicago. <laughs>
0: You've never seen a game inside Wrigley.
1: No. And last year when I was there, or July of 2017, they had a high school all-star game going on. Okay. And I said to this old guy, it was kind of like the bottom of the ninth, and I said, I'll literally give you 20 bucks. I just want to walk in and say I've been in. The guy said, I couldn't give less of a shit. You're not going anywhere. He gave me the boot. And I fucking <laughs> love the guy. <laughs> We're not letting people in. I couldn't give less of a shit. Come back <laughs> Did he tomorrow. Drop yes. That I couldn't yeah. give less it was of a straight. shit. And I go, that's better. I told him, I go, that's funnier to me than having the chance to go in. I go, that's a better memory right there, you old fucking dick. <laughs> All right,
0: it's, uh, real quick. John Hughes movies. I'll throw a couple at you. Uh-huh. Okay, Uncle Buck, Home yeah. Alone, um, Breakfast Club, candles. and and Candles. What's your favorite?
1: Uh, breakfast Club. Is it Breakfast far. Club? Yeah. For break- me,
0: it's Sixteen Candles.
1: Sixteen Candles was great. Breakfast Club was, yeah, it was just great because we all, uh, it was right about that time we're all yeah. in high school and we all we knew every yeah. one of those guys. Like we knew everyone, and and even out here, but it felt like it. But yeah, that was fun to me. I almost didn't do it. I did it yesterday. Um, I had gone to the Home Alone house. And I was gonna to go to Breakfast Club, and then I got called back to the city. I had okay. to go back like two hours quicker than I thought I had to. And yesterday we were out at a meeting, and I said, "You know what? Fuck it." Like I'm like, "Cause I, yeah, I'm supposed to be back in Chicago first week in August." And uh, but you never know, Dave. And and it's just it's the one thing we've learned from this show. If there's been a lesson, it's don't fucking wait till tomorrow to do what you can do today. Yeah. And that was my feeling yesterday. And we had a great time. Fucking went out there. We didn't hang along. We just hung for like five minutes. But the fun thing is sometimes they shoot at the exterior and then they don't shoot inside. Yeah. Everything was shot right there on those grounds in that town. And he made them all eat in the cafeteria. Like it was funny. But. Yeah, now I go, it's just one of those movies when you're flipping by. We go, yeah, I'm going to watch that movie. It was cool to be out there.
0: Do you have a favorite scene in Breakfast Club that stands out in your mind?
1: Uh, by far, any scene involving Paul Gleason, yes. who was Vernon, is the fuck. Hey, Carl. Remember when he's going through the files? <laughs> Remember when he got busted going through the yeah. files? Yeah. And the fucking guy, the maintenance guy busted him? Yeah. We saw the actor's name is Paul Gleason.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's dead, unfortunately.
1: And now, to me, who made Johnny Be Good? Is that a John Hughes yeah. movie? Yeah, he's okay. in that. He's the coach. He's the asshole yeah. coach. He's the he's ass- the asshole in everything. He's such a dick. There's a scene in Johnny Be Good. There are two scenes in that movie that are so fucking great to me. And the first one is that he's on that bus going to meet whoever. Yeah. And there's a large couple across the aisle making out. And Paul Gleason's eating out of a paper bag lunch. And he said, hey, Slim, we're trying to eat over here. (laughs) But then the scene that fucking kills me is now he's made it to wherever he's going after he's gotten off the bus. And he goes into that meeting. and He's like, whoa, pretty crazy at the airport today. Trying to act like he flew in when he rode the trailways. We're at the Beverly Center in L.A. Yep. Elevator. Me and my buddy, Boom, who's a fucking terrible influence on me. And the elevator opens, and there's Paul Gleason in all his glory. No way. And all we did was give him the hook and horn did sign. It? We looked at him. We were about 17. We gave him the hook and horn sign. And he looked at us, and he stared at Boom, and he stared at me. And he turned around and walked off the elevator. Really? He was as big a dick as you thought he'd be. Complete cop. Well, that's a shame, dude. It was great, Dave. I didn't want him to come in and be like, hey, (laughs) I'm glad you enjoyed the movie. He was Vernon. He was a dick.
0: That is fun as hell. Yep. My favorite scene he. Now we're stuck on this. My favorite scene that he ever did was in uh, training places.
1: Oh, fuck, yeah. When
0: (laughs) when he's on that payphone. Right. And he's sitting there trying to give information to Duke and Duke. Yeah. And that the person standing close by, and he goes, "Hold on a second, fuck off, fuck." Off. Dude, he drops the fuck off line. It's so funny to me. He's awesome. But in 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 your movie, when he's sitting there getting Emilio Estevez to fix yeah. the door and the right. trash can and right. Anthony Michael Hall, because I'm pretty he, sure that's not up to fire code. That's dangerous, you know. And, yeah. and the door slammed shut. And he, go, he just yells at Emilio Estevez. I expected more from a varsity athlete. <laughs>
1: varsity Letterman. Varsity Letterman. Did
0: I, we dropped that line on every stupid yeah. kid, dude. Come it on, makes get me yeah. laugh. Get out
1: of here. He's always yelling. Dude, if, if uh, yeah, if you go like, if you were, say to people, right, hey, who would you like to play you yeah. in the movie of your life? And somebody's always like, Leisure's probably like, hey, I'll take Brad Pitt. No kidding. You know, Abe Vigoda. I'll take those guys. Dude, son of a bitch. If you could get Paul Gleason to play you in your movie, oh, you you, you That win.
0: is so fucking funny. Damn can it. You imagine,
1: can you imagine being his kid? Hey, no shut, the, <laughs> shut your ass up back there. I'd laugh the whole time. That guy loved him. Oh yeah, my gosh!
0: It was great that he was a dick. It was. He was uh, died at sixty seven years old. Sixty seven. Back in uh, two thousand six.
1: Well, I miss him. Yeah, I, it I, he
0: was. It was good and everything. That's yeah. really funny. That's turned into turned into that. It's um, the the. I'm glad he had a chance to to actually do stuff, to actually see yeah. stuff. Not just, of course, it's a somber time while you're going back. But I'm glad he had a chance to go ahead and see a couple things here and there.
1: Gorgeous yeah, I, city. Man. I, I, got,
0: I got to hit it, but I tell you, I do want to see a Cubs game. I mean, that's for me. I'm right. chasing these stadiums or ballparks. I'd love to see uh, see a Cubs game.
1: Yeah, you have to go. I want to say this real quick. I don't want to spend because we're already dragging on too long. Dave's Chargers lost yesterday. Why do you
0: post that bullshit? I why do my pay, Chargers. Why? You know oh, I'm really? a Rams fan.
1: No, I'll tell you why. Because you can't fucking tell us all fast enough. Don't jump. Oh yeah, what happened to your fucking jacket? All of a sudden, you're back in a Raider oh, I'll jacket. Wear, I'll,
0: I'll wear my, I am wearing a goddamn Raider sweatshirt. Yeah, They're much better. I have one motherfucking oh, here's Chargers. My,
1: here's my L.A. Charger t-shirt. Look at me, douche of the day. Let me tell you something, Let cocksucker. me tell you something, douche. Let me tell you
0: something, all right? Fuck nut. The place I work right now, I got to wear a collared shirt. I don't have a collared fucking sweatshirt and anything except for that kind of guy Charger oh, one.
1: Weak excuse. Nobody's taking. it.
0: And A.J. Smith gave that to me. It's the only th- I didn't throw it out. Honestly, I don't own any Charger bullshit. I don't yep. know I have you anything. You have an
1: L.A. Charger shirt. Well, that's
0: different. That's L.A. Chargers. Those yeah. are the real Chargers. Well, that's
1: who played yesterday. There's a big beat. part
0: of me. I know you say don't be a dick, okay? But I'm telling you, there's a big part of me that wants that team to start winning because well, they you won't. let them walk out the fucking door. Oh, they yeah. had the greatest season in Charger history this year. Great. What
1: What's that ring was look better like?
0: Than, it was better than the 14-2 and two season that people loved.
1: What's that ring look like? It looks We're, like fucking nothing. That's
0: my point. Unless you won a championship, it doesn't matter. But that, I'm saying in Charger history, that was the best season in Charger history.
1: Uh, the, There's one guy nodding his fucking head right now. Who? Sean Walchef. Another fucking yes. toady. <laughs> but here's the thing about Go that ahead. son of a bitch. Go ahead. That's, no, you're going to like him, but don't like me for the same reasons. Well, you know what? Because this
0: town can't get out of its own way?
1: I complimented him last week. Yeah? And then he has the audacity to take a cheap shot at me when I'm dealing with a family member. What did he say to you? He said, whoa, you're talking about the size of my balls. I'm not comfortable <laughs> listening to this podcast. <laughs>
0: what just happened? It's the last time I ever ask you, what did he say to you? Yeah. I'm never going to ask that question again.
1: But he made a big mistake. Okay. He made a big mistake betting on that shitty team. Going How can you anyway, say
0: that? What are you talking about?
1: How? What do you? Did you watch any of the game? I watched the. Did you mean, feel like they did were he in bet, it? And, mean and I mean, betting
0: money as far as food. I mean, is that what you're talking about?
1: Well, he made a
0: bet. I thought you meant like he threw down like a thousand dollars for the, for the Chargers to win the whole thing. No.
1: No, but he bet. He, but at the end of the day. This was a no day, lose bet. This was a no. Well, what I'll tell you what it was. At the end of the day, that fucking kid and the guy who does Hispanos Tacos.
0: Victor Lopez.
1: Victor Lopez, thank you. Two really good dudes, opposite ends of that deal, raised a thousand dollars for Jake's project. That's awesome. And could not talk about me and my role in this podcast. I guess you were mentioned occasionally. Okay. They raised a thousand bucks. Yeah. That's awesome. For Jake's projects. And Listen, I'm just going to tell you, that to me is the guy who got out in front of the story yeah. and didn't sit there and bitch about anything. Said, you know what? I know people are heated up. Let's do something for charity. And at the end of the day, raise a thousand bucks that we are putting back into this fucking community. Yep. Um, and those two guys did it. And sincere thanks to both of them. That is really amazing and outstanding. And I'm sorry, if you don't see it and you have a problem, then I then I do not I d I don't I'm sorry, I don't need you. I just don't. I hate that team. I hate that team for what they did to this city. I really do. I agree. But if you can't look at it and be mature enough to go, okay, this guy <clears throat> he loves a team that I hate. Yeah. The fucking guy at least is raising a thousand bucks for charity. All right, fuck, I get that. Doesn't mean you have to go to Cali Comfort, but at least you can look and go, hey, pretty fucking cool move.
0: What it shows is a couple things. Again, overall, it wasn't the fans' fault the Chargers left. No, okay, it just course wasn't. Not. It was a combination of things between. Oh. This is the last time would say it, but i have got to explain it because people don't understand. It wasn't a hundred percent Dean. I can't tell you guys enough. The dude is broke. He doesn't have a lot of money for an NFL owner. He is broke. It does not Jeff and I broke, but he's NFL <laughs> owners broke. Okay, he's not in yeah. that. He's not in that situation. The deal is, if you have guys that still want to root for that team, the deal is there are a ton of NFL fans still in this town. I'm a huge NFL fan. Yeah. This has inconvenienced me dramatically that i got to drive to L.A. every time there's a game. I used to have to drive 20 minutes from my house. Well, the Chargers are are gone. But people here still love the NFL, and they do have a connection to Charger football, even if you hate them. The ratings were out of uh, of this world. I mean, you're talking almost 50% of the houses in San Diego yesterday were watching that Charger game. Yeah. That's and, that's a crazy number.
1: Uh I'm glad they lost. I tell you what, I'm sick of Antonio Gates.
0: How about Antonio says he wants to come back? I another know. Year?
1: Fuck. <laughs> but we're gonna change go the lot. Yeah, they fuck. cut
0: your ass last year when they thought Hunter Henry was healthy.
1: Right. Um I look, uh, I'm sorry. I I was thrilled to see that team get the shit beat yeah. out of them. I really was. I got I got really worn out. By all the different media people around town putting on the Chargers stuff and doing all that yeah. shit, and it was so fucking great to see all of them have to crawl back into their cubby hole and look like the fucking dipshits that they are.
0: Boy, they did. It doesn't look that way. I mean, yeah. all of a sudden you, you look didn't see at
1: all the charging pictures today.
0: No, you did not. Honestly, the the sports media in this town needed the Chargers to keep winning. That that was a huge yeah. blow for what you're going to talk about the next 3 weeks to the next 8 months.
1: And then uh so there was that and then what really fucking set me off. And apparently I believe in Dave, you tell me. Yeah. I think my fucking tweet and a lot of times we're joking around. I really do. I think my tweet fucking made a change happen at the Union Tribune. Because on Thursday night, I'm in downtown Chicago and I happened to take a look and Nick Canepa has interviewed Ron Fowler about the uniforms. And I'm sorry, I Ron Fowler ran an organization that I was an intern for and treated everybody like gold. And I have a great appreciation for what Ron's done in this community. I don't have any respect. Uh, uh, Sure, you've improved Petco Park, and and that's duly noted. But that fucking team sucks. That fucking team sucks. Whether and don't tell me about what the future is. I'm talking about today. You're right. It's shit. To and, the
0: point where they should have canceled FanFest. <clears throat> it's that embarrassing. Oh,
1: pathetic. And there's this fucking bullshit article that comes out the Union Tribune. And it's Ron and it's Nick and it's laughing it up, which is basically spitting in the fucking eye of anybody who's ever bought a ticket for that horse shit team, especially in the last 10 years, while Ron's been a part of it and Pete's been a part of it. I'm talking about the fucking product on the field. And to sit there and laugh it up about the brown uniforms and all this other shit, I don't fucking need it. I don't need to be fucking patronized by that horse shit team. I know your shit. You know your shit. So just admit it and say, this is the course we're going to take. But then there's a bullshit fucking quote in there from Ron who says, you know, hey, I'm not stepping aside until we win. And all of us are like, fuck. (laughs) And then he says, none of us, none of us have gotten off of 2021. And that's when I went on Twitter and said, this is fucking ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. And maybe we should stop worrying in this town, being the little fucking pussies that we are about anybody who gives a shit about the Chargers. And maybe what we all need to do is look in the mirror and say, why the fuck aren't we holding their feet to the fire? When the fuck was 2021 ever mentioned? When was that established as the bar? It, you know when? Never. Yeah, it who never, was, never was. But all of you fuckers that buy into Tatis and Urias and Paddock continue to let these dicks move the fucking bar as far back as they want to do it, and you all get your little fucking wooly dicks hard because they're changing the uniforms. They're playing you like a fucking fiddle. 100% right. And if you want to admit it, go ahead. And if you don't, then you're a fucking dipshit. And that's why shit never changes in this town, because there's too many fucking sheep to slaughter— Like any of you dicks that had the audacity to write to me who's cheered for that fucking team for 35 years and try to explain fandom, fuck you. (laughs) You're a fucking sheep to slaughter. So I went on Twitter. Yep. And I said, what a bullshit fucking article from, and Ron, don't do us any favors throwing us the bone about the brown uniform. We don't fucking need it. Improve the team and then we will go, thanks. I don't care what you've done in San Diego. It's great. I don't care what you've done at Petco Park. It's great. I appreciate what you've done for the minor leagues. It's great. You don't charge me for any of that. You're charging me to watch Will Myers, who sucks. You're charging me to watch fucking Brian Mitchell, who sucks. He sucks.
0: And now you might get Sonny Gray, who sucks too.
1: So, But you're going to fucking tell me you're going to ruffle our hair and you're going to say, hey, we're bringing Brown back in 2020. Well, what the fuck am I doing in 2019? I'm not an Angel fan. I'm not an A's fan or a Mariners fan. And because I live in a city where a bunch of fucking dickheads can't look two feet in front of them to say, hey, this sucks, because they get excited about the brown uniforms. And all of a sudden, what happened? Nick Canepa had to go and make an adjustment to the column. And Nick wrote, without acknowledging me, and Wayne Partello didn't fucking acknowledge me, who gives a shit? What they wrote was, hey, Ron said 20, 2020-21, not just 2021.
0: I wrote to Nick right off the bat. And says, why it's did, a joke. I go, why does he get a pass? He goes, "Why? when does he ever get a pass?
1: Right now, today.
0: That's what I said. All
1: I, last year, they got a pass.
0: I, 100% right. I said to him directly. He didn't respond to me when I asked him that. I go, why do we always give Ron a yeah. pass? Couldn't agree with you more. I was thinking the same thing. Ron's that uncle that says, why don't you come over and sit on my lap and he pulls a quarter at every ear and you think he's the greatest guy on the planet. He hasn't well, given you a know shit.
1: You know what I'm going to do, Dave? Tomorrow I'm going to go into my boss and I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to tell you this right now today, Chris. You be here in 2021 and I'm going to be the best employee you ever had. And he's going to say, well, great. What are you going to do today? Well, what? I'm going to wear your favorite blue shirt, buddy. You love this blue shirt. I'm going to wear it. But I'm telling you, Chris... Be back here in 2021 because I'm going to be fucking great. Now, and hey, I know you like this color blue. Yeah, it's not my favorite color, but you know what? Because hey, I'm going to wear it. But give me what you want. Yeah. I, fucking hey.
0: I swear to you, back in 2016, when people were saying it was 2018, 2019, 2019, and then if if you would have said, said 2020, 2020. But if you would have said 2021, right. back in 2016, people would have lost their mind. Right. Because that seems so far away. Well, now 2021 is not so far away, so they keep selling you the bullshit. Look, this team's not going to be ready to go in 2020. I don't care who you possibly add. You are not going to compete for the postseason in 2020 with what they have. What you have is you have a guy in Tatis, which I think most people believe is the real deal. He's sure. your, I would say he's Bryce Harper to put that on him. He's, he's your yeah. Harper, he's your Machado. He's your guy you're building the organization around.
1: He's your franchise guy.
0: So figure out he's 20 years old now. Yeah. Okay. He's 20. So why would you think at 22 he's going to carry a franchise to the World Series? You got to load up this franchise around him with players that can actually play to give this kid a chance. Because guess where you were at 20 years old? Yeah. You didn't know what. You do not know uh, up from yeah. down. You're making horrible decisions, and maybe you didn't understand what it took to to get things done. And you know what? you gonna. It doesn't matter. His dad was a former major leaguer. You got to surround him with guys who are. Solid major league vets that still have something left in the tank that have something to play hard for. Not guys that are just cashing out the contract. Not calling Ian Kinsler out for guys cashing out the contract, but Ian Kinsler's not going to bring anything to this team.
1: Not when uh, the fucking Nats signed Brian Dozier for the same exactly. money. Who would you rather have?
0: Oh, Without you a doubt, a- I would have taken Dozier it's a heartbeat. Everybody would have.
1: Yeah, on a one-year fucking yeah. deal. So right now, if you sign Brian Dozier at $9 million for a one-year deal and you put him at second... And Urias goes this short, it gives you as much time as you want for Tatis to come back from the thumb injury, and you can go. But instead, now you're on the hook for a two-year deal for a 36-year-old Ian Kinsler. Who has
0: had nothing the last few years. He had nothing.
1: Yeah, I mean, defensively he's been solid, but offensively can't hit. But all of a sudden you could have had Dozier, who, believe me, I watched a lot of. Last year was a pretty banged-up year. But for a one-year gamble on Dozier and a contract, and here's the other thing. If Dozier comes and hits, and and Tatis is hitting, then you fucking move Dozier at the All-Star break, and you're out from under that deal, and Urias goes to second, here comes yeah. Tatis. Dozier's going to hit
0: you 30 bombs next year.
1: Right, right. I mean, you just go, holy fuck. If two dumb shits in a garage can figure it out, uh, I, it, this isn't that complicated. I don't have, Dave, listen. The thing that I have the problem with is this... F- I don't like being patronized by the ownership group. That's the shit that drives me crazy. If Ron comes out and says to Nick, yeah, you know, we're doing uniforms and all that stuff. It's going to be good. But right now, we are having an incredibly hard time. We are looking for guys to bridge the gap between now and 20. We really want 20 to be an impact year for us, but realistically, with the with the youth of these guys that we have in Quantrill and Paddock and Logan Allen and others, uh, probably a lot of people look at our team and say 2021. So maybe we'll have to find out. We're hoping the 20, but maybe it is 2021 as these guys mature and figure out pitching and everything. Right now, it's incredibly hard for us to find guys to bridge the gap that we just say, hey, we need you for 19 because we've got other guys Right now, free agents want multi-year contracts. If we call the Dodgers or the Giants and want to trade, guess what? They want Tatis. They want Paddock. We don't want to move those guys. So we're in a little bit of a hard situation. We are looking. We got to figure out something. But it's not quite as easy as we'd like it to be. If I read that in the fucking paper, then I go, holy shit, I got it. Because I agree with you completely with the approach that, hey, I get it. Don't trade Tatis. Don't trade Paddock. I don't know. We we all, Dave, like you always say, we fall in love with the process. We always do. But, yeah, okay. Well, they tell you to also. Sure. But if they had come out and just said, we don't really, we're having a hard time finding a. Yeah, we'd like to get Corey Kluber. But if we're thinking that 20, maybe 21, we don't know that Kluber is still the guy that we want to give up all these guys for. That's kind of what our window is. And we're in a little bit of a give and go. I don't, it doesn't just, I'm just saying for me as a fan, it doesn't offend me. What offended me was that I got two guys yucking it up about brown and what color it is. And all of a sudden, whether it was intended to or not, you told me the window's been pushed back another two fucking years. And then you got pissed because people called you on it. And then you adjusted the number to 20 or 21. All I know is, Nick's written fucking columns a long time. I've known Nick well over 20 years. I know him very well. I've never once until last couple of days ever have seen Nick write a correction ever, which tells me in my mind, you can say whatever you want. It tells me he had it right.
0: A couple things with, with the Padres it's, it's up to you. If you want to go ahead and support the product in 2019, my argument yeah. has always well, been it's until my team, I understand that your team, I'm yeah. not saying you can't root against them, root for them, I'm just saying how many times are you going to take money out of your pocket to go buy tickets to see the same product you saw last year? Yeah. You're going to see the same team you saw last year at this rate.
2: Yeah, and I've should. also heard
0: that there are a lot of general managers right now that don't want to deal with AJ. They, they don't. He's not a light guy right now. A, a close friend of mine was just up in Los Angeles this past week and they had the scouts dinner and the general yeah. managers dinner honor kevin towers now look when you look it up you're going to see mark grant was an MC. mark grant's not the one that gave me this information but the people who told me they were there were saying aj right now is a guy who's untouchable people don't want to get near aj they think he's dirty they don't think he belongs in baseball and he's not looked at by other organizations as a guy that you want to deal with because nobody thinks he deals on the up and up, that he's bad for the game because of what has happened in those trades where guys were hurt when he traded guys away that he knew they were hurt.
1: Well, I would deal with A.J. in a minute because if I feel like I can— Well, nobody
0: is. If you watch, people aren't making trades with A.J.
1: Yeah, but nobody's really making trades. But,
0: again, right now, people won't pick up the phone. And forget about Real Muto. They said that's been over for a long time, they said. Yeah. You know, and, and it's bad news. If you, you're in a situation where you're loaded with minor league talent, maybe you do have something to deal, but yet people won't get on the phone with you because they don't trust you, that's going to hurt you down the line. Maybe you sit there and say, AJ, you did a great job building this minor league system, but it might be time to go. If we can't move forward as a business, it might be time to go.
1: Well, they are incredibly loyal to him. They, well, they why lo-
0: not? It's worked for last place and second to last place the last few years.
1: Yeah, Number one farm system in baseball, and that's Great. what they're saying. Again, okay, there aren't
0: parades for that. Yeah, I'm not a- playing. Unless you're the Boston Red Sox, everybody had a bad year last year.
1: Yeah. But I would just, I swear to God, man, nothing sets me off more. And and I don't give a shit. Whoever is listening down there, I like them all personally, don't fucking patronize me. Don't patronize me as a fan about this bullshit with the uniforms because theres it goes deeper than that. It goes deeper than that. I don't want to fucking buy tickets to watch Ian Kinsler. I don't. I don't really want to fucking ever have to buy a ticket to watch Will Myers again. That's
0: what I got to get rid of right now. Just get rid of him. Just just eat it.
1: Will Myers, to me, is one of the colossal mistakes in the history of this team, and there's been plenty of it. But it's just this idea that we're going to laugh it up and we're going to fucking yuck it up about the uniforms when I'm sorry. There was zero sense of urgency to change the culture of that team in that column. Blame Nick, blame Ron, blame them together. I don't give a shit. I'm a consumer. I have two kids that are 11 that love the team and love baseball. And that fucking column made me want to punch a hole in the wall and made me regret it because guys I believe in in an ownership group basically just fucking spit on us, whether they intended to or not. And it failed. And if Wayne called him and lit him up, well, go ahead. But I'm just telling. You, I'm. I don't fucking owe anything to those guys. I don't know shit. I've been a fan of that team longer than 95 percent of the fucking guys who are in this town.
0: You couldn't agree more. You have bought a
1: lot of tickets for that team. Don't fucking patronize me. And if you're a fucking dumb shit on Twitter that's jumping up and down, you're a fucking stooge. You are a fucking stooge.
0: Would you take Mike Mustakis at third? Yes! Okay, here you go. Let me throw this at you. As I just said, surrounded Tatis with guys that are vets. What if you had an infield that would have been Hosmer at first, Dozier at second,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Tatis at short, Mustakis at third? Right there, you're surrounded by veterans, okay? You have guys that have played in postseason baseball, guys that still have something to prove a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, guys, you're looking at power right there. You're looking at, I don't know how many Hosmer's going to hit. I'm, I'm guessing Hosmer's not going to hit 18 home runs next year. But you got Renfro. Okay. And you have Renfro. But, but I'm just saying, the guys, the veterans that are going to be in that infield with Tatis, yeah, I think you're in pretty good shape if you would have gone that route. And it would have been a reason to get you excited say, guess yeah. what? The ball's going to leave the ballpark. Moustakas right. is going to get 30. Hosmer should hit you at least 23, and Doja's going to hit you 30. Right, And Tatis, you're hoping, is going to hit 25 to 30. All of a sudden, that is a little bit different as far as a reason to go out and buy tickets. I wouldn't tell you that team's won in the World Series, off, but I'm telling you there's an excitement factor there yeah, if we would have gone that route.
1: Yeah, I want to see what's happening. Kinsler's
0: now, not going to give you shit offensively.
1: No, and, and for me, Dave, honestly, the only thing I'd probably change in that is Tatis probably starts at AAA because of the Super yeah, 2. Yeah, you know, but
0: it, before you know it, he's there.
1: Yeah, but Urias, I want to watch Urias yeah. too. That's another guy who came up, and he can play short. So I'm fine watching... Be kind of a, a table setter and get on and, and be that kind of guy and then have those guys hitting behind him with Mejia and Hedges splitting time.
0: That's it. By the way, I have a buddy of mine who's been working out with Hedges. He's fucking terrible. He's rolling over on everything. He's awful. So says hitting right. hasn't gotten any better. He's just fucking terrible.
1: Well, he's not as bad as fucking Grandal. Well, well Grandal
0: just got to eat like $19 million with the Rockies. Get can you believe the that fuck shit? Get
1: out of here. Can he be- get out of go here. You have to with Rockies. Is it, or, buy or, a or, lot or, of fucking passes to the M- and M- okay, Shirley sorry. Museum.
0: How about uh, speaking of Colorado? That's the one I was about to bring up to you. Daniel Murphy going to uh, right. going to the Rockies. Yeah, that's another guy who's hurt hurt a lot, but man, he's a hitter.
1: But they I'd love, love to
0: see Daniel Murphy in a Pacha uniform.
1: But again, Murphy goes back to what I said. If Ron had come out and said, "Look, it's hard right now for us as an organization to find bridge guys," yeah, because we want to see what Paddock has, what Allen has, what Quantrill has. But a lot of the starting pitchers right now, they're not looking for one-year deals. They're looking for three. And we'd get a logjam, and it doesn't make much sense to us today to sign a pitcher to a $24 million deal when we feel like in two years we may need that for a center fielder. Yeah. Um, I could buy all that. I would buy all of that if you were just honest with us. But it really fucking – not too much has pissed me off about that team – recently that fucking article was a joke. And for Nick to write look, maybe it had no impact. All I know is a lot of you, over a hundred of you, responded to it. Uh and all of a sudden uh Nick's writing a, a retraction, which I haven't seen him do. Yeah. It fucking sucked. It fuck and you need to be you need to be called on your bullshit. Couldn't agree more. It doesn't mean we don't like Ron. It doesn't mean we don't like Pete or anybody or Nick. Yeah. But you fucked up on that one, boys. That was a big, where you thought you were going to be all fucking funny and throw us the bone and tell us how cute it's going to be in the uniforms with a lot of white, ha, <laughs> Hey, bullshit. It's going to be a lot of green, Ron. You put those little crocodile arms in that wallet, kiddo, and you start writing the Put your reading glasses on, Ronnie. You're going to write some checks. I'll tell you when you're done. Write another one. Write another check.
0: All right, so here's the bet out here that was uh, presented to me. The Padres, according to Vegas, are listed at 77.5 wins. So uh, there's no way they hit, they hit 77 well, wins, so, right? Well, hang on. Hang on. Go ahead.
1: I will say this. Um, if they go into the season... Yeah, but go ahead. ...with the roster that they yeah. have today, boy, I I just... Look, I, I'm reading A.J. Casavell, and I'm reading Dennis Lynn, and I'm reading Kevin AC. And and these fucking guys, man, they're like Charlie Brown. Well, they're gonna have to do something for that log jam. I don't think they do shit about that log jam in the outfield. I think they take one of those guys, like Reyes. They have six outfielders. I think they and take And none of them are
0: all stars. What are we freaking out about?
1: I think they take Reyes and I think Reyes goes to uh I think they send him down to fucking triple A. And then I think you go into it, and I think you put Myers in left. And I think Margot and Jankowski split time in fucking center. Really? And I think what about Frenchy? I think Cordero and Renfro are in right.
0: See, I'd put I'd put Cordero in center and put Renfro in right.
1: Well, that's fine just for the what, power reasons. But you're still gonna have Margot. They, I'm they, not a
0: Margot guy. He sucks, dude.
1: These guys are convinced Margot that Margot's s- gonna why? come back. Why he wouldn't start for one team in the NL West? He, he might start for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> you might start there.
0: Did he stinks. He does. He's a disappointment.
1: They are just going to fucking ride that wave. Because uh, what? So, you
0: just can't admit you're wrong that the guy's done? That's it. Dude, I'd take Cordero in a second over over him in a heartbeat.
1: Well, he may. But but I'm telling you, this idea, and all. I don't know why it continues to be fucking pushed everywhere that there's going to be, oh, we got to do something to clear this log jam. What are you going to get? Like, what? Right now, you, you're telling me? You have a clear idea of what your market is for Renfro and the other GMs in baseball are going to agree with you? Exactly. You, you feel like you know today, I mean, you may have an idea of what you want for Cordero, Reyes, Margot. I, find me another GM in baseball that's going to say, yeah, you know what, I agree with you completely. Uh, holy shit. It's like I'm in Chicago and I'm talking to a Cubs fan and he goes, hey, uh, San Diego, we're talking. Hey, just wanted to say thanks again for Rizzo. <laughs> okay. And Loretta, and Theo, and yeah. But it's ridiculous. But that to me is the thing. It's going to be a very, very difficult next couple of years uh, to, until they figure out what they have. And I swear, man, they they better hit on a lot of these fucking kids because they have put all the eggs in that basket paddock better fucking come up here and you read some of the look some of these guys that write for these scouting things and they're like he's a three how the fuck do you know if he's exactly a three or right. two or a one you guys
0: said kluber was a three or a four right that one two cy youngs
1: i i don't know shit all i'm telling you is when i watch paddock pitch that fucking kid has the attitude of a guy yeah like, i'm with you on that like a one yeah like he he has the swagger that kevin brown had much different than anything don't I mean, to me, Sterling Hitchcock was as good a three as his team's had in my time here. And it just feels like two different guys. So I don't know. But anyways... If would you take the bet? 77, yeah.
0: 77. You take the bet that the Padres yeah. would cover that? Yeah. You think they end up with, that... with less than 85 losses?
1: Yeah, I wow. do. Wow. Yeah, I do. I, I Because I think, Dave, this is really the year... When they they cannot fucking do this again, they cannot just fucking slide in again. And at some point, this team will stop worrying about the chick that left them and start realizing that the one who's sitting next to him is texting her other friends. And you go, fuck! I better fix what's going on here on my own couch instead of worrying about who walked, uh, who left.
0: I'm tempted to put a thousand dollars on that bet right there.
1: Oh, I hope you do. Yeah,
0: I'm tempted to put a thousand bucks on it. The only reason, honestly, that I'm not. I'm probably not going to do it, and more likely I will not do it. Is I don't want to sit there and watch every one of these Padre games and root against them, but that's what would happen. <laughs> no,
1: we'd like if, that. If I, As put, your Dodgers, your Chargers.
0: My your, Dodgers and Chargers, uh, which I'll now take uh, ownership of, you asshole, yeah. since you put it on
1: Twitter. Yeah. Those I mean, guys had great. hell of
0: a years. They had great Six years. Six months of entertainment they had, was the rumor. They, they had great years, and guess what? I would yeah. have won my bets on both those guys. Great. Good for you. Jesus Christ. Good for you. I'll bet you how about we just bet a thousand right now? <laughs> Fuck Vegas. I don't need Vegas. I'll yeah. just go a thousand. I'll take your fucking money. Mark Grant's shitty money and a couple Twinkies and a goddamn Slurpee at seven eleven off his second. Fucking juju bees. Yeah, whatever. We'll take it. You're done.
1: I guarantee <laughs> you I'll find ten people that'll bet you a hundred bucks each. All right
0: want to oh, do that? Yes, I'll do ten that. 10 fucking listeners. Yes. Right so, now, that
1: you're it, saying it, 77 or higher? Se-
0: 10 listeners, 77 and a half is the number.
1: All right, I got your first 100. You and I are down. Okay, you do. 100 bucks. Good okay, we got no, nine marks. I got him against this team every fucking good. night. Yo, right. do you already do, you dick. I do it's not. 100% I do you not. You liar. <laughs> you lie more than Ron. You lie like a rug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down for 100 bucks. All All I'll right. tell you what, We're Ron. We're going to find nine more guys. Yeah, I hope they fucking sign Machado tomorrow. It'd be great. It'd be great. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do it. All right, we're down. All right. Nine guys, 70. Okay, so we're saying
0: 77.5 is the number. All okay? right. So if they lose, if they if they win more than 77 games, I lose.
1: Yeah, well, how about this? We'll say this 78 wins, we win. Yes. 76 wins, you win. Seventy-seven's a push. Why? It's 77.5. Yeah. Well, seven,
0: 77, I win.
1: Oh, my God. Look at you. Go ahead. Take 77. I don't even fucking worry about it.
0: What do you think they put it down like that, for? That was the Go number in Vegas. When they win 84. What are you worried about? I might have to pay 900 bucks. <laughs> or 1,000 bucks to
1: 900 of people I don't even know. You're going to be on that old shitty headset I had when you're driving Uber fucking runs. Remember when I was doing it on the phone? That's going to be you. Hang on. Hang on, Jeff. Hang on. Hey, how are you doing? Help yourself. There's some sparkling water back there. It's immense. <laughs> You're fucking done. I'm doing Uber runs. Yeah, and by the way, Sean... If you ever get Wal- in church, first thing they ask
0: you is, are you an Uber driver? No, I'm not a fucking Uber driver. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah and by the way, we're not using that money that Walchef yeah. won yesterday. No, I'm not doing that. That's not covering your fucking bets. <laughs> <laughs> to get you into gamblers anonymous but not until all of us get paid oh that'll God. be our, hey you know what dave that'll be our next live show how about this right here yeah our next live show will be one one of two things are going to happen yeah there's going to be 10 of us all bringing you a hundred dollar bill yeah or you're going to be fucking handed out ten hundred dollar in. in. that'll be great <laughs> oh this just it has this to year. be a hundred
0: dollar bill just make it yeah. make it easy
1: yeah don't bring fucking 20 crumpled down fives here you dicks! All right, yeah, I'm in. Oh boy, this uh, got crazy. Yeah. Oh this shit. Fucking team. That's it. I just put my money up behind All right, this did. fucking team. <laughs> All right, I'm in for a hundred. All right, good deal. You think you think Geekster's down for a hundred? I don't know.
0: You think? I know miserable Padre fans in. Even though he rips that team, he'll be in. That'd be great. Fuck, that's funny. All
1: right, we're getting. Um, I'm I, gonna hate this bet. I know I on love opening day bet. I'm it's gonna hate it. this bet. gonna be it. so fun. We're honestly, be I do watch
0: every fucking game. I'm gonna be rooting against them the whole season.
1: It's it's you're you're honestly betting less than a dollar a game.
0: I know it's not that. I just don't like watching or rooting against a team, fucking especially one that we know. Mud, we know our silo. Yeah, we,
1: understand. That as a Padre fan, my, I like
0: my it. My son lives in this house. The biggest Padre fan I know. Yeah, Jesus. I don't care.
1: I'm telling you, on behalf of Padre Nation, we all know you've <laughs> Is there a nation? Is there an actual yes. nation? Sweeping the world. It's like Beatlemania. <laughs> and I'm just telling you, we're perfectly fine having you on the opposite end of the fence. Nobody tonight is like, damn it. Jeff, please. Shit. They're like, yay! <laughs> Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here.
0: How long do you think it will take for people to fill this thing up? Tomorrow? By tomorrow.
1: Shit. We'll have 90 people. You'll be on the hook for (laughs) $111,000.
0: I might be buying myself a pool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And here's the other thing, too. I'll help you select it. I'll help you select the 10.
0: All right. So if you're interested, you got to tweet at us.
1: That's how you're going to do it tomorrow. You got to send it to me. Send it to me, and I'll establish the list. We'll run your credit quickly <laughs> to make sure you'll all pay. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, big shot. Oh, boy. This is what I'd like to see. Yeah. I know they listen to this down at 19 Tony Gwynn Drive. I won't fucking publicize shit. And if you down there upset by what we said, put your fucking money up. There you go. I already did. I put up 100 bucks. That's two months pay. <laughs> I won't say shit about who you are. Anybody associated yeah. with that organization that's like, you know what? I'd fucking love to take Dave's $100 bill and then would jam it right down his fucking gullet. Uh, you just fucking send me a message. You text me. i be like, fuck you, I'm down. And if you have any class, you'd be like, and I'll cover your 100 too. <laughs> Shut up. What are you laughing at? Oh, this is great. I love it, Dave. That just made the season fun. I swear to God, I hope they get fucking Machado no oh come in here. All of
0: a sudden I got a message from a uh, Lane Martello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you one of those fucking Frank Reich uh lunch bags here in here. I, oh, shit Yeah. When well, they have fucking Kirby Yates coming in, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) done. All right. Yeah, mother. You're gonna lose a thousand bucks. It's gonna be great. You will. You You know win a thousand. This is one of those
0: bets where I'm gonna win, and you guys are gonna feel terrible. And I'm gonna go shit. It's worth it after cheering against for 162 games.
1: Oh, you have done that for ten fucking years. I have never done that. I have
0: never fucking done that. Oh my god! Jesus,
1: Dave. One of the ways to handle problems is admit you have a problem. And (laughs) the problem that you have right now is you don't see the fucking forest through the trees. We live in the desert. <laughs> sure get him out of here. Sure. Let's, shit. Let's start with oh, some I,
0: I'm trying to think how many guys here would jump for this. Alan Taylor will jump on this.
1: Oh, yeah. He's fucking sick of your yeah, shit. He is. He'll, He'll take, take, take your hundred.
0: He'll do the hundred dollars. Alan Taylor, Taylor and May Pools. Man, hopefully I can put that down payment on a brand new pool after <laughs> taking everybody's money, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's right, 20 years in San Diego, Taylor May Pools. They're the the guys that can make the perfect pool for you, I should say. Don't forget, they also do spa, saltwater technology with the waterfalls, the grotto, the slides. Turn your backyard into a staycation, a resort, barbecues, and fire pits. Alan Taylor at Taylor May Pools. His number is 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452.
1: Dave, I tell you what, flying in, it's always nice flying home. And when you fly home... I, I'm fascinated because I came in uh, at night and I'm I'm always trying to figure out what the flight pattern is. But then once you kind of give up, you're like, I think that's the 94. And then you realize it takes another 24 minutes before you land. I always you're think like, it's a 94 also. Yeah, but then you're like, fuck, am I in Palm Springs? Where am I? Shit, is that Temecula? Where the fuck? That's Cucamonga. The thing that I always look down at, and I did it a lot yeah. last night. Shitty pool, shitty pool, <laughs> shitty pool. Big backyard, you tightwad. <laughs> Buy a fucking pool. Shitty pool. Oh, that's kind of a cool pool. That yeah. might be tailor made, but that one sucks. And and I'm gonna tell you this: a lot of airplanes come in every day. Yep. So it wasn't just me. I have a trained eye, but a lot of other people look down, and go, "Nice house, bullshit pool." Yep. And my dog went piss in it. <laughs> And what you need to do is go to the website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, and see for yourself. I mean, I told you, I paid $2 for gas in Chicago yesterday. We're not paying $2 here, about three fifty a gallon. And now you got to go to LA and do everything? Why? Fuck, man. Put that beautiful pool in your backyard, and they are done. That's the thing that I love the most about tailor-made pools is the quality of work that they do. And it's affordable, and it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Until you see it, you you won't believe it. But check out made pools, and tell them Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Absolutely, Brian Curry. I talked to Brian today. Actually, just such a great guy. Brian Brian is a good guy. You, you feel want, that way it, when you are
1: giving him hundred bucks? You know
0: what? I'd give Brian a hundred bucks. I, I tell you, I talked to him today, and we tell you what a good guy he is because he's so good at his job, as far as the real estate business, how well he knows it. And the reason is his customers keep coming back because word of mouth and, and the way he treats you, he's the guy that understands San Diego better than anywhere else. He told me today that in his work at area, he has a son that's a, a future, oh, very yeah. good quarterback. And his work at area is a picture of my son. And he said, Oh, man. So they look at it every single day, man. As soon as he told me that, man, tears started rolling down my face. He's just a good, good guy, you know, and it's not one of those stories. Hey, make sure you say this on the air. That wasn't one of those, but. He's a real guy, is what I'm saying. He's not just a guy that's sitting there looking for that check and moving on and forget about the relationship he just had. You don't sell houses in San Diego for more than 20 years unless you have great relationships and you're a good guy. Nobody knows San Diego County like Brian. He's won a ton of awards. He's your guy. Uh, You name the area, he will find the right house for you, whether you're downsizing or looking for a bigger house. He's also your guy for property management, which is very important. Mm -hmm. You need a guy that is a good property manager if you want to go into that style and say, you know what, we're going to start looking at some investments. I was just... Talking to my mother about this actually a, a, a few weeks ago Yeah. because they tried to do this and they couldn't find a good property manager. And they wow. said every time the guy was a puss. Couldn't get their money, couldn't get things done. And and basically, you not only do you have to have someone that knows what they're doing, but also, I hate to say it, you have to have, kind of have that physique yeah. to let them know you, you mean business a little yeah. bit. Brian's going to make sure he looks out for your property like it's his own. Make sure you call Brian Curry at 619-251-1588, 619 619- two five one one five eight eight.
1: Well the thing Dave that's been great for me is as things come to a head, Brian and I have gone back and forth and I keep saying I don't know if I want my regular house in Rancho Santa Fe and the beach house in La Jolla or if I want to live in La Jolla and then when it gets chilly in the winter, kind of winters in Rancho Santa Fe. And that's the good thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking dilemma. Me, Sandra Moss, Aloha, the whole thing. And so that's why you need a guy like Brian because he's going to show you the barometric pressure for both neighborhoods, give you an idea of where you want to live, the whole thing. It's great. And I'll tell you the other thing I might do. Now that I'm going to have an extra 100 bucks in my pocket, <laughs> I may start uh, going down to Spring Valley and hanging out down there. Nice. Right down there on Troy Street. Understand there's a lot of fun things going on. But yeah, uh, Dave, I got to make this decision now coming up in a couple of weeks. And it's just, it's peace of mind. I mean, that's... We joke about it and people say, hey, it's a drag. You're going through everything. I go, yeah, it is. But a lot of things have worked out for all parties. We're all still friends. We're all still family. And uh, one of the things that makes it easy is have a little tranquility in your own life. And I have that because Brian's my guy and he's been my guy from day one. And I know that when I call him, holy shit, is that going to be a day when he and I go out checking out neighborhoods? Huh? Yeah. I'm walking in. I'll tell you what. Tell you what, for the guys in those neighborhoods, when BC and I walk in, yeah, you better just fucking. That might be the day that you send the wife off to the spa, just saying. (laughs) We're going to look in there like, uh, there's one guy that's going to get this. It's Pete in Point Loma, but he'll get it. The ladies around town are going to look and go, I think that's Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. No, but I can see how you can make that mistake. That's, one, that's a joke for one guy, Pete and Point Loma, <laughs> who will get it. Everybody else will be like, who? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Audience of one.
0: There you go. You're going to be calling this guy if you get in two houses. You're going to need to call him twice. It's Daniel Tyler. Oh, I'm Prairie calling fence him Company. tonight
1: to build a fence <laughs> yes. right here, in here. <laughs> <Right> here. Padres <laughs> side this side, you're on that side. We kicked your ass out. Oh, I've always cheered for that team. I always uh, have. Here, hear AJ sucks. I hear everybody, nobody wants to do anything. That's fine. Make sure you got those uh I cheer for the Padres
0: Starting <laughs> in December the 1983.
1: Fucking- Who's the right, right
0: next to you? That's Steve Garvey in a Padre uniform. That's when I became a Padre fan. Turn, turn my back on those Dodgers because of Garvey.
1: Yeah.
0: And guess what happened? Yeah, next yeah, we're, year they're in the World Series in worked 84. Out,
1: worked out great for us having your support. I'm just saying. Yeah, we had fucking Mark Thurman. We had something going. Gary Lucas. And you're tired of it. Gary Lucas.
0: How many guys off that 84 team have passed away? I was telling someone that the other day. It's been crazy when you look at some of these guys between the Charger Super Bowl team yeah. and that Padre 84 team. It's yeah. A, it's a, nuts.
1: I know. Dick Williams, gone. Oh, Norm boy. Norm Sherry.
0: Alan Wiggins, Tony Gwynn, Eric Shaw. Crazy. Yeah. Started in 2005, 13 years in the business. Daniel Tyler's a guy for that right fence. We tell you all the time, it is really important that you have that perfect fence not only to increase the value of your home, but also for the sure protection of it. Don't forget about the iron fences, like Jeff just said. rot iron rot iron The ones in front of your house, the ones on the side, those are great. That look like, there's no way I'm getting in. Number one, two is it looks fantastic from the street. Daniel Tyler, you got to give him a call. It's easy with an A-plus rating with BBB at 760-745-4846. 760-745-4846.
1: Well, Dave, I just came back from the Midwest, and as you drive around the suburbs in the Midwest, you realize that a lot of the properties there don't have fences up. What I don't like about that is it feels like everybody's just up in your business, right? Oh, they're judging your barbecue. They're judging the furniture, the whole thing. But you can't just go out and have some horse shit fence built up because then people are going, oh, what's up with Dave? Doesn't want us to check out his new patio furniture. That's where Dan Tyler comes in. Dan Tyler comes in, and all of a sudden, people don't look at it. It's kind of subtle, yeah, and it's nice and increases the property value. Look, I'll say it again. It protects your pets. It protects your kids. A lot of shit going on out there. It's a very, very smart call to make. And like I said, we're incredibly excited because Dan's going to come down, and he's going to build a fence right in this uh, beautiful luxury garage and on that side over there is going to be one single-minded dipshit yes. and over here is going to be the oh, team of the future the not me you dick <laughs> i'm a guest in this house you show me some respect you fuck
0: what's the name of the dog in the jerk <laughs>
1: shithead
3: shithead <laughs>
0: I watched it last night. <laughs> Tells that dog to get in the bathtub. Get in the bathtub. Not you, shithead.
1: <laughs> so Dan Tyler's coming down here. He's building a fence. And you and your dog, shithead, they're going to sit over there. and Me and Shooky are going to sit on this side. Shooky's on my team, by the That's way.
0: That's fine. That's absolutely fine. And here's the one yeah. thing
1: that I'm going to establish. This is why I'm going to be involved. Because there's going to be somebody like a fucking Ryan Barkley who would talk too much and is going to jinx the whole fucking thing. So he's immediately out. I don't need him fucking yapping when this team's got three wins. Hey, just make sure my money... And he'd be the kind of guy to would say, hey, make sure you got my tens ready. He'll screw up everything. <laughs> we need people that are going to be subtle, that are going to be class, that are going to wear suits custom-made, like me and fucking Billy... Pete and Point Loma, we all went to Michael's in Kansas City. Yes. <laughs> we're not going to be trash-talking at five wins because all of a sudden at five wins, that's when an 11-game losing streak comes in. But we're going to establish a solid group, men and women, of San Diego's finest, and uh, you're going to be handing out $10, 100 in this fucking garage. It's going <laughs> to happen right here. And we're going to do like on the old Let's Make a Deal. Yeah. We're all going to count out loud. One! One! <laughs> Two, three, <laughs> and then we're going to have seven uh, tiny world-class athletes from Cirque du Soleil. They're going to be little fellas. Yeah. And each one of them, as you hand out the hundred, they're all going to knee you right in the nuts. <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, I love this. God, this is the best show ever. I'm telling you ever. right
0: now, if I end up losing this bet, you're going to lose this bet. Okay, and I got to send out 100 or $10, 100 right bills. Right here in
1: this garage. One, two.
0: I'm going to write on each one of those, hand write on each one, I sucked a dick for this $100 bill. The hurt is real. And you guys now have to go and cash that. Uh, go ahead, what? motherfuckers. Yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> we're going to report you to the Treasury Department. That will be really, really funny. When fucking... Uh, Is the treasury
0: department even working right now? I
1: don't know. When Dan Plant says, or Jason Austell, uh the judge asked us to put the graph over Mr. Palais' face, but here's when he got his fucking back waxed with Sherry Landry and they just put that picture. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That made my whole. Yes. I'm so fired up. I swear to God, if I lose a 100, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> I hope so. Hope oh, so. shit. Hey, we got the Browns coming back. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm going to take 10,000 brown fucking Natty Light bottles to recoup that money. Uh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. We had talked about uh, the story of Quest Haven, but uh, we'll, we'll save that yeah, for yeah, tomorrow Yeah, night. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm not done. Real quick. I want to mention uh, two more people. I want to mention uh, Kyle Fluger. Oh, yes. Okay, Kyle Flueger. I've had a bunch of people reach out to me and say, what's that number again? Because a lot of people understand. Look, if you don't understand websites and you want your website to look Mm. fantastic, Kyle Flueger is your guy. And people, go ahead. You can message me all you want. I'll be happy to forward his his information. Kyle is really good at what he does. 619-500-6621. This is one of those things. If it's a business, don't try and do it yourself. Get a professional.
1: 619-500-6621. I am doing a new website with Kyle. Good. And he doesn't even know about it. Oh, boy. This is what he's hearing about. Okay. I was thinking about it last night, Dave, on my flight from San Francisco into San Diego. And I was joking with a friend. And a friend said, if you ever wrote a book, what would the title be? I said, the title would be Missed Opportunities because Missed Opportunities feels like it's the story of my life. But we're going to do a website based on missed opportunities. And this is what's going to be really fun. Everybody feels like they have one, like as you got to a certain fork in the road If you had gone left instead of right, how would your life have been different? And I kind of feel like for a lot of you, they could be funny, right? It could be personal. It could be that girl that you should have pursued and you didn't. And you think about it. It could be professional. Fuck, Dave. What if we had had determined we were going to break the contract at KFMB? Because that fucking place hires Mark Larson. Shit. We'd be still working (laughs) there. But... Along with the stories for people telling their missed opportunities, this is what's going to be really, really fun about this site. I have a lot of friends that take really cool pictures. Yeah. And they don't have anywhere to put it. We're going to kind of give you that opportunity to put it there. And over the weekend, I saw my friends, disappointing Joe, were playing at Hoolies in La Mesa. And I thought, what a cool place for Jefferson J., or disappointing Joe, or any of these really cool local bands, to just give me one song, just give me one cool song. Maybe it's a cover song, maybe it's an original, whatever. But we're just gonna kind of bring together on this website. It's my vision for me and Kyle and David. Love you to be a part of it. But we're just—it's gonna be about missed opportunities. But we can tell our stories. We can put some really cool pictures up there, right? So now all of a sudden you go, hey. I got a picture up on that website and I want to put local music on and do those kind of things. Just kind of something to bring some positive back into the community. It's something we wanted to do a lot of. And, uh, the guy I know to do, it's going to be my man, Kyle Flueger. So look for that. And we'll start asking for submissions in the next couple of weeks. And
0: Kyle doesn't know you're doing this.
1: He has no idea, but he does now. So Kyle start thinking about a layout for that. Okay. Appreciate it very much.
0: (laughs) want to mention, finally, want to mention Ryan Barkley. You just mentioned his name a second ago. Ryan's actually putting in a new front lawn for me. If you notice, my lawn looks like hell right now. All of a sudden,
1: those What's rabbits... What's going to go in faster, the front lawn or the elevator on Big Bang Theory?
0: <laughs> it's going to be the front lawn. It's going to be the front lawn, without a doubt. The, my, the damn rabbits are back. These son of a... I and, know, they're killing it.
1: And, and you know what? Ryan's an amateur magician. Yeah. And he cannot hurt the rabbits, and I will never... You know, that's how he started, Dave. He worked up there in the train station Solana Beach yeah. pulling rabbits out of his hat. He's never going <laughs> to hurt those little bunnies. He's working around it. They're, they're a sneaky little bunch, but he'll figure out a way so the rabbits stay safe and your lawn looks incredible.
0: Don't forget Barkley Landscape. Ryan's a guy right here. You talk about erosion control, re- retaining walls. You to, we'll do whatever it takes to make your yard look that much better. Make sure you give uh, Ryan a call at Barkley Landscape 619 619- 669-8000, 619-669-8000. Well, it's January, so look, you want to give them a call now because this schedule fills up really quickly.
1: Well, the other thing is we've had rain. We're going to have rain this week, but it's the one thing we've always talked about is the dry brush around the property because when you get into fire season and it feels like, man, we saw it in Malibu, right? We saw it in so many different places when that dry brush catches and all of a sudden gorgeous homes are gone, That's when you want to call Barkley Landscaping. You want to call and just say, hey, do we have enough protection so that our house is going to be safe? Definitely make that call and tell them Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: All right, got to ask you real quick. Chris Cornell, okay, they're doing a thing where they're honoring Chris Cornell at the forum. Yeah. On Wednesday. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's hosting it. Doesn't it sound like something that's right up our buddy Stevie Woods' alley?
1: Right, exactly. He won't go.
0: I guarantee he's not going. He's not going? He won't go. He has to get up early, hang out with Ben. Don't you think that's one of those, who you, for if you're Stevie Woods, you call in sick and say, I got to go to this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You want to go, man, I like Cornell. I like Cornell, like Chester. Yeah. That whole thing. It's funny, man. Those tickets, Dave. I looked into tickets for that show. Did he really? I was, yeah. didn't
0: know if you even knew about it.
1: Yeah. No, I did. I looked into it. Shit. Secondary market. I don't know that there's anything. Fuck. It was like 500. A Is ticket. that right? Yeah. Wow. It's going to be a big night.
0: That's cool. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I, I like I, those guys were incredible. Uh, the Who's coming back to San Diego. Got
0: $176 and up, dude, right now, I'm looking at.
1: Right now? Yep. Fuck. Does it say, does it give you the lineup who's Who's there?
0: Um, no. uh, It says on here. See, uh, I think
1: Vetter's coming. I
0: have uh, Foo Fighters, Metallica. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool.
1: Are they going to televise it, or is it going to be?
0: I don't see it televised, but I'm sure it will air somewhere.
1: Yeah, shit, man. Dude, that guy, incredible, right?
0: Yeah. Just, I just remember when we were last one of the last things we did with Stevie Woods was he was heartbroken, completely yeah. heartbroken.
1: Yeah. I mean, fuck, he had that and then uh, Captain, from Captain to Yeah, name. that's right. He's Both been wearing that
0: stupid Captain hat ever since.
1: But he wore it a lot beforehand, yeah. oh, too. Oh, that's
0: true. That's true.
1: Uh, congrats to the Seals, who wins. Poor fucking Hannah Nankara Woods. Post that picture of her, beautiful as ever. Just vibrant motherhood, treating her so great, and she posts a fucking picture with this guy, and he's got the sunglasses on. Yeah, what's the deal with this guy? I go, hey Neil Sean, calm the fuck down, okay? <laughs> but from all reports, from all reports, I heard he was absolutely amazing. I'm glad he was. He's come on, we gotta go down there and hang out. We gotta go here. I'll go. I, I will go. He's our guy.
0: I'll go. We gotta I- I go. I buy everything family. that I was in the minor league, but I will go.
1: We got to go. So, Steve, uh, let us know what night you've left tickets. I'm gonna yes, need three. That's, the, that's the question. And, uh, and we'll be happy to come down. I think, uh, dude, I want to hear him because we we know him, what he's like in this setting. Yeah, where he's a fucking maniac. Today, he was completely out of control texting uh, you, me and him on a text <laughs> chain. Uh, yeah. And just turn him loose. He's in his element, man. That kid is a natural performer. Uh, love the guy. I'm so excited for him. And I really do want the Seals to be great. I really do. I, I, I like those guys. That Joe uh, Josai and Steve Gavette, all those guys. Uh, uh, Mike Grace. Yeah. All those dudes, man, that stepped right up. The first guys. To, don't ever forget, Dave. When we planned that event for August 1st, the first guy to reach yeah. out was Mike Grace and the Seals. I'm incredibly loyal to those guys. I, I want to go. I don't know anything about the game. Uh, I, I mean, it sounds like from everybody who went, Gavin. The and, colors
0: are great. Honestly, they've been right? great uniforms. Tomorrow night, they to got it right in year one. The Padres still can't figure it out.
1: Yeah, Gavin and, and H.A. Prowler and all the guys that went down there kept faith and all those dudes. Uh, I don't know if Miserable Padres went He was, fan he was went, there. Did he go? Yep. Dude, I love that all those guys went. They said Woods was incredible. Fun game and the Seals win. Yeah, no bullshit. I'm, I'm uh, cheering for those guys. One other thing. I don't know how they continue to stick around, but the Sockers are still in town. Yeah. That's where I cut my teeth. I came up, Ron Fowler, of all people, own that organization. But the Sockers went back to the old school uniforms yeah. and won it. And Craig Elston, uh, who the Sockers brought back, wrote that the, the uniforms sold out. I thought that was really, really cool, cool, man. Because... I would think yeah, as a business manager, Dave, you don't know what's going to happen. And for people to remember, it was an incredible time for me uh, coming in and, and learning a really, really cool organization. And indoor soccer is a blast. Take your kids down and support those guys. That's a lot of fun, too. we gotta, we got to rally around these guys, man. They, these teams that didn't quit on this city, um, yeah, it may not be the NFL, but they're like, hey, fuck, man, we're, we're trying. Yeah. We're in. We're here. We'll fight the fight with you. we got to support these guys. Good luck to all of them.
0: Absolutely. All right, so we're back for another show tomorrow, correct? Yeah, we'll be back. All right, fantastic. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: You owe me money, fucker. Bullshit. Fuck you.
3: Just waiting on a call.